0: We're still fighting to be free from all the lies of the International COVID Association and everything related to it. Welcome, everybody. Pastor Eli James here, along with Pastor Martins of South Africa. How are you doing today, Pastor Martins?
1: Good evening, Pastor Eli. Very well on our side, I also good evening to all our listeners across the globe. Uh yes, winter is setting in on our side of the world and we're definitely feeling uh the first uh coldness in spite of the fact that we've had a fairly sunny day. But uh, temperatures plummeting uh early evening or in fact late afternoon and uh, uh also uh still cold uh even late till th- in the mornings.
0: Okay. But so- otherwise very well, thank you, Pastor. Well, our spring, as we're supposed to be in spring, you know, the spring equinox was two weeks ago, and it's supposed to get warmer, but it hasn't. It's been like right around 32 degrees, which is right around the freezing mark, of course, in Fahrenheit, for the last three, four weeks. It's just, uh, it just hasn't gotten warm. No. So, yeah. But you guys are just going into winter. So, uh, you know, th- yeah. that would be normal for you. But, uh, let's get back, because last week we did, uh, um, you know, a comparison. Of the war in Ukraine and the Gog and Magog mm-hmm. prophecy in Ezekiel chapter thirty-eight, okay, yeah. and uh, and so and most people do not understand that Gog and Magog uh, are really references to the Khazarian people, okay?
1: The Edomites,
0: yeah. Yeah, the Edomites, yeah. And everybody else thinks that it's uh, you know it's Russia, <laughs> right? Be- mm-hmm. Because yeah. the prophecy is that to the north, but it was the north of Israel at the time, and uh, the people mm. to the north of uh, Israel at the time were not Russians. Now, <laughs> yeah, when this prophecy was made, they're not Russians, they were uh, Tubal That's and Meshech. Kazarians. They were Kazarians, yes. absolutely. Was, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. D- 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 it was the descendant from um, uh, from Japheth, okay, and uh, Tagarma, yeah. okay. So. So let's see. Uh, let's go into Ezekiel thirty-nine, one. Therefore, thou son of man, okay. Of course, this is being uh, Adam, son of Adam, which is the expression that Ezekiel uses, and it's not man in general. It's Adamites. Prophesy against Gog and say, "Thus saith Yahweh Elohim: Behold, I am against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal." Okay. Now Meshach and Tubal are identified with Russia. However, Meshach and Tubal existed there way way before the Russian Empire was founded. I mean, thousands of years earlier. Okay.
1: Well, descendants of Yosef.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, they're not uh, Mm. they're not Shemites; they're Japhethites. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah and I will turn thee back and leave but a sixth part of thee and will cause thee to come up from the north parts and will bring thee upon the mountains of Israel okay so the the attack will be upon Israel so what we're seeing in the world today is the Khazarians attacking Israel in every nation of the world today okay mm. uh, so if the if the Judeo Christians were correct then Russia would attack the the Israeli state. Right now, is, is there any sign in your mind that the Russians would actually attack the Israeli state?
1: Foster, um I uh, I still have a problem with uh, the Israeli state. Right. Uh, it is very clear that the, the Rothschilds have. Uh, um, very large hand under underhanding of or rather underhand dealings in the obtaining of the Palestinian state, right, um, and and buying Jerusalem. Well, I'm, I'm sitting with a book which um, very clearly outlines the, um, the the attempts of the Edomite Jews in the 18 18- 70s 1880s in which they attempted to obtain a tract of land in central Africa uh, for the purpose of establishing a Jewish state yes and uh, that was abandoned in favor of uh, setting their eyes on the uh, on the Palestinian state and by adopting or assimilating The descendants of the house of Jacob for that purpose. Right. So, uh, I I have certain reservations about the current so called Israel. Right. Um, Absolutely. But, 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 but in any case, uh, I don't foresee any prophecy in terms of the, uh, what you, the question you've just asked, whether Russia would actually attack uh, this a rogue state called Israel. Right. I don't see it at this stage.
0: Yeah, there's no indication of that whatsoever. But uh, no, the point you bring up is very good because the Rothschilds are in fact Khazars, <laughs> right? And the Israeli exactly. state was created by these same Khazars, right? Yes. And, so, and their homeland is ancient uh, Kiev. That's their well,
1: homeland. Where today's um Crimean, Crimean uh, uh, Peninsula is, which right. of course is in, I think the, C- the Caspian, was it in the Black Sea? Yeah. It's in the Black Sea, I think. And yes. um, that is also very close to where the uh, Council of Nicaea was held in the year 325 in establishing the uh, 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 okay. doctrine of the Christianity.
0: Right, right. And so we know that the uh, the reason why the Khazars adopted Judaism was because they were uh, caught between the uh, Islamic State and the Eastern Ottoman. Orthodox, yeah the, yeah, the Ottoman, right, Islamic State, and the Eastern Orthodox yes. State, okay, at Constantinople, yes. which is on the other end of the Black, the West End of the Black Sea. And the Ottomans were attacking from the uh, far side Where's, of the Caucasus. The yeah, the eastern far side of the uh, you know, what do you call it? Caucasus Mountains, uh, Sea of Azov, I believe. Or was yes, it? And uh, then yeah?
1: also the Mongols. The Mongols also had an influence. Why the Kazarians could not move further east, right? Uh, due to so um, they established themselves in the. Uh, I think that was already in about the 600s, 700s um, in the current era, uh, they established the kingdom of Khazaria.
0: Right. And so that whole area, and that was the stomping grounds of the Japhethites. And the Khazars have, <laughs> have Japhethite blood. They have Mongol blood. And now because of uh, the decision that uh, Bulan, the Joseph, the Bulan, or the king of the Khazars made, and uh, the Khazars were caught between the Eastern Orthodox Church to their west and uh, the, the uh, what, Islamic hordes, Ottoman. The, Ottoman, yeah, the Ottoman hordes to their east, and so they had to decide. Uh, they were having, getting pressure to pick one or the other, either Christianity or Islam, <laughs> Right. Okay.
1: So they decided on Judaism.
0: That's right. They decided on Judaism. In other words, that was a way of that for them to stay neutral. Right? So they invited a bunch of Hittite, Canaanite rabbis, Edomite rabbis to come up and teach them Judaism. Okay. So if you, if somebody, a non Israelite, converts to any other religion, or let's say a non-Israelite converts to our religion, which, of course, is um, a Mosaic <laughs> slash Christian. Oh, yeah. uh, does that change your DNA to Israelite, right? Is that, is that what happens? Or your bloodline, no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Okay? Yeah. So it's because of an utter lack of historical perspective that the modern Judeo-Christian world it- interprets this prophecy of Ezekiel 39, that uh, they are expecting a an attack from Russia, okay. But Russia did not come into a being, and they didn't t- uh, take control of Kiev until around 900 A.D. Okay, but that, that was area- a
1: reprisal because of yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, that was a reprisal because of the evil doings of the. Uh, uh, the the Kazakhs.
0: And these
1: these incredibly evil uh, Kazarian mafia.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, that was established already even before they converted to Judaism, long before. Exactly. Okay, and they were in in control of the trade routes because that was a very, very uh, significant uh, area in terms of trade. The East-West trade exactly. went went through Khazaria, The North-South trade went through Kazaria, and up the Don River, mm-hmm. or the, the Danube, and all all the way east and, to China. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, in fact, that was the trading route, the initial trading route of the um, the ten northern tribes of Israel or the yesherel right? Um, and they would they would actually pass through this Caesarean uh, region, right? And the the Edomites or these Khazarians would actually uh, lie in, in, in uh, and set traps for the uh, merchants of the um, House of Jacob and of course um, kill the uh, merchants and take control of their caravans of right. 80 and 100 camels. Yeah,
0: yeah right, and, and, and that sort of thing, and, and, right. But they also uh, engaged in charging a uh, a poll tax really? or a toll a toll exactly. yeah, yeah for to go to yeah. trans uh, go across casaria and so virtually every river would have had a bridge they, there was a we call them trolls t r o l l s trolls, trolls. Yeah. that the, and yes. they yeah, and they looked like hairy creatures like ancient jews like ancient casarians right and uh, they would exact tolls from the caravans you know if they didn't actually plunder them mm-hmm. right so they had to pay a, a mm-hmm. large toll to get go through Khazaria, and this is how the Jews began their uh, you know, operations b- before they charged interest, because the, the Khazarians weren't uh, had, weren't practicing Judaism yet. Okay, they learned that yeah. from the rabbis, and once they learned that from the rabbis, they added uh, lending money at usury to their arsenal of tricks. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely, thugs. That's uh, nothing but thugs. So this this is the yeah. and so the the primary uh, genome was uh, part Mongol, part Japheth, and part uh, Hittite rabbis. Okay, and that's mm-hmm. and and more and more Jews are admitting that this is actually the the composition of the Khazarian genome. All right, so yeah. how can that be Israel? Yeah, never. Uh, No way. So what the verse is really saying, go ahead.
1: Well, that was uh, all part of the um, uh, assimilation of the the house of Jacob for the purpose of uh, hijacking the identity of Jacob. Um, I have a book in my possession which also relates to the Uh, what happened to the 10 tribes, or the uh, 12 tribes, because after the year 70 AD, uh, the the two southern tribes were also in dispersion, but the question was um, uh, asked in the early 1800s, what happened to the 12 tribes of the house of Jacob in Spain? Okay, And very interesting information emanating from that particular book, the findings of a man from from Great Britain who traveled to Spain and spent quite a few years, a number of years, searching for information on the um, presence of the 12 tribes of the house of Jacob. Okay, And he came across very interesting facts, like, for example, wherever these Edomite Kazarians who had become Sephardic Jews, wherever they found themselves, people's children would go missing and right. also they were running shabins. we call it shabins in South Africa, but it is actually uh, houses of uh, warring and and prostitution and of course um, where they also were uh, selling booze. Oh, okay, that right. That was one of the things, the major trading products of the Kazarians have always been uh, those items that have uh, substances that actually, um, uh, create slaves. Right. And that was, for example, when, when they started, when they opened the trade route around the Cape, one of the chief, um, m- m- uh, 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 items of merchant was, um, opium. And then, of course, uh, booze from countries like Spain and like France and also um, that was one of the reasons why there was such a massive drive for the French Huguenots to, uh, cultivate vineyards in the Cape. Yes. A massive drive so that they could have, um, the, this, these particular products also, um, emanating from the Cape, which of course was the ideal thing for trading with South and North America. Right. And that was also one of the reasons why there was this, ban on alcohol, of course, which the Kennedys exploited. Okay. And, of course, the Bushes.
0: Right. <laughs> well, yeah, the the forms of trade, the items of trade of the Khazars are exactly the same of the, as the items of trade of uh, international Jewry. Okay, with with the exception exactly. that, that the Khazarians had not uh, known about you know, practicing usury yet because it doesn't appear that they had you know, gobs of money that they could lend people. It was primarily trade yeah. in, in various commodities, right? Yeah, and slavery, exactly. Well,
1: well yeah. one of the things that they did, they, they found it, for example, and you and I know that uh, we've already spoken about this before. For example, the bank that they had created in Venice, and that was in the 1100s already, and where they actually had people... Uh, of course, from the house of Jacob that invested money in their bank only to find that the bank goes totally bankrupt in a number of years, initially showing large uh, 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 profits. Okay. And with many people investing in that bank, of course, uh, it reaches a point where the Jews no longer can fabricate these uh, uh, um, large profits so what they do is they pull the chain on, or they pull the plug on the bank, and everybody loses their money and they laugh all the way to the next uh, bank,
0: right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So illicit trade it was the specialty of the Khazars, and charging uh, poll taxes before anybody could, uh, the caravans could go from one place to another. Right. That was their specialty. Yeah. And of course the. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Russians, the Rus, uh, were getting tired of having to pay these taxes and, uh, they made, made wars against the Khazars and exactly. eventually defeated them in the nation, in the city of Kiev. Uh, that's where the Rus set, set up because that was the headquarters of the Khazars. So, Khazars. yes, yeah. Yeah, so, un- unless you know this history, there's no way you can interpret this prophecy correctly. All right. So let me just go to verse two. Yeah. And I will turn thee back and leave but the sixth part of thee, and will cause thee to come up from the north parts, and will bring thee upon the mountains of Israel. Now, the mountains of Israel is shorthand for the nations of Israel. Okay? Exactly. It it doesn't mean the the mountains in Palestine, of which there aren't very many. (laughs) Right? There really aren't too many. There's a ridge ridge along which the Jordan River flows but, uh yes. yeah, yeah, I don't also uh, with the Mount of, all of it, right, right, so, but the mountains of Israel is talking about the kingdoms of Israel that's what this means, exactly, okay but now, I will, this is an interesting verse here, and uh, and leave but the sixth part of thee okay, because he's speaking to Gog and Magog here mm-hmm. actually to Gog uh, Gog uh, uh, exclusively here there's no mention of Magog in this chapter, the previous chapter talked about Megog, which we knew from which came Togarmah, who is the father of the uh, of, of uh, the Khazar people. Okay, Tegarma is mm-hmm. their father, their their ancestor. Well, this proves that there can't yeah. be of Israel. So, but nevertheless, they they occupied that territory because the Israelites went through the Caucasus mountains. And uh, they did farming, but most of them moved on, you know, because this is a thousand years before the Khazarians occupied this land. Okay, so our people
1: exactly. moved,
0: moved west and north, and to some extent the east as well, and uh, and of course to south, eventually to South Africa. But these were true Israelites, you know, of the of the of yeah. Jacob. Okay, so yes. so they oh, left this area. Go ahead.
1: Well, uh, they had to go from Assyria. They had to move through either the Caucasian Mountains or move through the Deadlands of uh, that lies between the Caspian Sea and the and the uh, Black Sea.
0: Yeah. The
1: Caucasian Mountains, at least, was hospitable uh, to a certain degree and a certain extent. So they moved through the Caucasians um, and uh, immigrated into the lowlands of Europe. Which of course, course, included, um, for example, the northern parts of Italy, in fact, the whole of Italy, but the, the, uh, important places in Italy was already established, like Rome was already established by the Edomites. Uh huh. And also, and also the lowlands of Europe, that was where, uh, the, um, initially the ten northern tribes and after the ten northern tribes, the two southern tribes also, uh, migrated into um, the areas that we know today as Spain, Portugal, France, and then the Netherlands. But in particular, there was a great uh, uh, concentration of the 12 tribes of the House of Jacob in the area that we know today as Germany
0: right? and right. Austria. Yeah, and uh, of course, the Spanish peninsula that you talked about earlier, that was formerly called Iberia, meaning the land of the Hebrews. Yes. And so the same thing occurred there. The uh, Hebrews, the Israelites, and uh, related people uh, were in in the Spanish Peninsula uh, well before the Khazars got there, well before the uh, Sephardic Jews got there. So, yeah, yeah. And, and these Sephardic Jews, along with the Moors attacked Christian Spain right together, right And yeah. I think this is what yeah. the uh, what the Khazars uh, had in mind as well because if there was going to be an alliance, it was going to be between the uh, the Jews and the Ottoman Turks and not not with Christians yeah. because uh, Constantinople, the Eastern Empire had uh, had allowed Jews to live among them but they would not allow them mm. to engage in usury they would not allow them to occupy positions of authority right they would only allow the yeah. Jews to engage in trade that's all they would allow yeah okay yeah. but the, the Jews always want more power <laughs> right and so uh, we find that the Jews actually uh, colluded with the Ottoman Turks in helping to attack the Ottoman Empire. I mean, sorry, the Constantinople, the,
1: the Eastern the, Empire. The, exactly. No, yeah. no. It is one of one of the uh, traits of the Edomites is to always use a proxy, um, uh, uh, a
0: yes, power.
1: In other words, they actually hire in or they. Uh, conspire for the purpose of uh, gaining land. Yes, and that was also one of the reasons why the Ottomans had entered not just North Africa, which n- North Africa was in- inundated by uh, the dispersion of the ten northern tribes. Right. Now, and okay, go one ahead. of the reasons why the the uh, Ottomans went into North Africa, and of course, once they had reached, for example, I think it was Tunisia. Uh, they could actually cross over the Straits of Gibraltar and enter into Spain and Portugal.
0: Right, right. Well, it's very interesting because I just recently watched a video about Khazaria, history of Khazaria, and in that video it detailed the wars before before the Khazars wound up converting to Judaism. They had engaged in mm. a series of wars with the Ottomans, and in fact, their their uh, wars with the Ottomans were far worse than anything that had happened up until that time. Because this was before they confront, mm. they were confronted by the Rus and, and other forms of Christianity. That uh, mm. they, these were wars of extermination. These were brutal wars. The Khazars uh, yeah. took the the eastern uh, uh, the the Sea of uh, uh, what was uh, not the Sea of Azov. The, you have the uh, the Black Sea, and what's the sea on the other side of the Caucasus Mountains? The name escapes Caspian. The sea. Caspian, yeah. Caspian so the sea. yeah, the, so the shore of the Caspian Sea was the primary route for the armies to take uh, southbound for the Kazars yeah. and northbound for the Ottomans. So they kept the Ottomans, on invading correct. each other, right? So this is probably yeah. the, the meaning here. And I will turn thee back and leave but the sixth part of thee, and cause thee to come up from the north parts, and will, will bring thee upon the mountains of Israel. So after they made this pact with the rabbis of Judaism, mm-hmm. they had a, a time a time span where they could recover from the wars between mm-hmm. themselves and the Ottomans. Okay? Correct. This is probably what this is referring to. Okay. So so verse three and I will smite thy bow out of thy left hand, and will cause thine arrows to fall out of thy right hand. Okay, so this is after they have begun invading the Israelites. Now, we know, because we understand that the true Israelites are not the Jews, right? But there are people, so that at some point when they uh, start attacking us, but as you just pointed out, they, the Jews, they, they don't have a, a big enough army to attack true Israel. They always yeah. hire mercenaries, right? Exactly. O- okay. So with what, what this uh, verse, uh, go ahead.
1: Pastor, that is a very important thing that um, we're actually uh, touching on here. Because the Judeo-Christian people or the Judeo-Christian churches and the people who still are from the house of Jacob, and they still find themselves engaged, or encaged. Um, and there's a very clear distinction between engaged and encaged. Right. In cages like uh, uh, the lions in the circus, who find themselves entrapped in, in, in cages. Yes. Only for the display. Once the show starts, the cages are uh, opened, and the, the lions, for example, come in for the show. And that was, or well, that is when they become engaged. But uh, to be engaged, so many people are still engaged in Judeo-Christianity.
0: Yeah, but, right. And they That's are mental actually prison the house of Jacob. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Right. So th- but this chapter is actually a very positive one for our perspective, because it, it talks exactly. about how Khazaria will be destroyed. Okay. But uh, yes. this historical perspective is very uh, important. We know that uh, the Khazars grew from this point on. They grew into, well, the, the pale of Russia, right? Uh, when mm. uh, when uh, the, the, uh, the Russians withdrew, they basically allowed the Khazars to increase in population, okay? Mm. And they essentially took over Poland, and they prospered yeah. in Poland, I mean Poland has been ruled by these Khazars for over a thousand years, okay uh, exacting usury from the Polish people because why? Because the Catholic Church did uh, did not enforce their anti usury provisions in Poland. why? because the Jews yeah. bribed the Polish kings and queens and dukes and etc yeah. okay. And uh, so those, those Polish leaders allowed the Jews to go into the business of what alcohol, <laughs> right? Schnapps? Prostitution, yeah, prostitution, yeah, tax collecting, right? And yeah. so, but so that, that go is, ahead. That is
1: exactly what also happened um, in in Spain and Portugal because the Jews, um, instead of paying taxes, they started bribing you must remember that being right. merchants being merchants they were known as the merchants of uh, spain and the merchants of portugal Tarshish, right and they and they would actually bribe the tax collectors that would collect taxes now of course that was one of the reasons why with the um, edict of alhambra in 1492 uh, king fernando the first and uh, uh, his wife um,
0: yeah. uh, isabella uh, the second Elizabeth, right
1: why why they wanted to enforce or why they enforced the Jews in particular, these Sephardic Jews or the uh, merchants, um, to convert to Roman Catholicism because they believed that if they would convert to Roman Catholicism, they would find themselves themselves in a position where they would,
0: by conscience, (laughs) right, the taxes, which never right? Would happen. <laughs> No, that would never happen with Jews. <laughs> they're, they're tax evaders <laughs> par excellence, right? No, they're the tax collectors exactly. right right? Yeah. So so the, the history uh, bears this out that after these wars of mutual extermination between the Ottoman Turks who were Muslims, okay, and the Khazars yes. finally came to an end, uh, they they grew they expanded the, the, the khazars became a huge number of people and unfortunately russia inherited all those all those khazars right when they defeated poland yeah. okay so now what no, but, but go ahead the,
1: the, the reason why the Khazarians so grossly increased in population uh-huh. was because of bastardized copulation.
0: Oh, for sure. Because
1: they would actually mix with any and all other races that were in anywhere close to them because they, they, uh, they yes. saw the, the, the opportunity of once you engage or once you uh, 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 commit a genocide against a particular people, You could commit genocide by merely intermixing with them. Amen. Uh, And that is also why, why one of the reasons why the Boers have lost their identity, or so many of them have lost their identity, because one of the driving forces of men like Jan Smuts uh, was to uh, enforce a mechanism whereby the identity of the boers would go missing they would lose their identity of uniqueness sure. and they would actually marry uh, some of the edemite cape dutch afrikaners which of right. course is uh, one of the reasons why uh, only about right. um, perhaps 20% or less of the white people in south africa are still boers the rest have become Bura afrikaners yes um, yes and and this, this particular thing, this intermixing of races, was also practiced by the Dutch East Indian Company. If you consider, for example, um, the, the, in the history of the Far East, Indonesia, Malaysia, etc., one of the things that the Indomites from the Dutch East Indian Company uh, actually uh, uh, promoted was the intermixing of the races.
0: Right, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think the Khazars at this point in time, the, the, their motivation was not to exterminate the white race or the Christian world. It was just to burrow into it, right? To to take yes. over by through intermarriage, through lending money, through having influence with the kings and queens, the dukes and duchesses, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because, for example, the, the prophecy that uh, Esau would serve Jacob Okay, yes. began right after their birth, practically right after their birth, exactly. and, and the Edomites served David and Solomon and, and the Israelite kings all the way down to the Napoleonic Wars, right? So
1: exactly, which of they, course was in the 1700s,
0: 1800s. Yeah, 1815, when uh, and the prophecy that that uh, Isaac made to Esau that one day you will take the dominion over Jacob. Mm-hmm. That was right after mm. the, the Napoleonic Wars when they established the House of Rothschild. Okay? Yes. So I think it was only well, it, then. The,
1: the, demise, the demise of the House of Jacob was already with, um, uh, what's his name, um, um, of, what, what of England, with um, the establishing or the the opening of England again for the second time to these Edomite Jews Right. Uh, with... Uh, well, uh, I, I thought of these names a moment ago. Um,
0: well, it was under Queen Victoria why why. that uh, England had its first Jewish prime minister. Okay. And yes. uh, so it was under Victoria that this occurred. But, uh, you know, it got worse from there. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, the Bank of England uh, w- was established yes. in 1694. So, I mean, the demise yes. of England began there. However, you know, the t- total control of England by the Jews you know, was gaining steam by, as you point out, by intermarrying by Jews, rich Jews intermarrying with royalty in Britain and, and other houses of royalty in Europe, okay? So yes. so this is how, but I don't think it occurred to them to destroy us until, you know, they had the power and they could actually consider such a thing, right? But yes. in Poland and of other, could, he, go ahead.
1: The tipping point was reached with the um, with the genocide on the of the Boers, because right. once they had the wealth of the Boer republics, they could basically do anything and buy anybody. Yes, and that was when the tipping point was reached in favour of the Edomites or Esau's descendants, now ruling over everybody on the earth, and that was a process which, of course, brought us to this.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Well, it's, current it, COVID.
0: Yeah. It's very interesting because, as I understand it, the Spanish Jews who infiltrated Spain, ultimately Mm. to be expelled by Ferdinand and Isabella, these were Sephardic Jews who had come from the Middle East, okay? But one of the places they went to en masse was Holland, yeah, you know, the land of exactly. the Dutch. Okay, now now there the the uh, Sephardic Jews and the Khazarian Jews got to know each other, <laughs> right? Well, got to know each other better. Well, yeah, go ahead. Well,
1: Pastor, um, the sources of or some of the sources that I have states that these merchants from Casaria um, once once the Ottomans or, or when they had uh, reverted or converted to Judaism. There was a time that they had fairly reasonable peace and they could travel with their caravans across the uh, a- Asian plains. However, the Ottomans got the same idea as the Khazarians did and they would lie in wait for the Khazarian caravans. Right. And it became too dangerous for the Khazarians to now uh-huh. transverse through the Asian.
0: Um, right. Mountainous areas. So what they used to do um, was now being done to them. <laughs> right? Exactly. Right. Uh, when
1: they heard that the, the Spain and the Portuguese had rounded the Cape and were now trading with the Far East and the countries that they, uh, in the products that they would, uh, that they used to trade in with uh, their caravans.
0: Yeah.
1: They now rushed to the Portuguese and the Port- the Portuguese and the Spanish harbors from where they could now also apply the routes that the uh, Spanish and the Portuguese were applying.
0: Right, and right. that
1: was how they became Sephardic Jews. And now, during the the, um, the period of the operation of the Dutch East Indian Company, the VOC, they found that the Askenazis, which were very on the border, on the eastern border of the Kazarian Republic, they found that these uh, these Ashkenazi Jews or these Ashkenazis, which weren't Jews by by name before, they became uh, or they were very poor people, and they became uh, the so-called economic empowerment uh, candidates for the Dutch East Indian Company
0: right, because they right.
1: would provide or they could they were willing to work for lower rates than the. Uh, Kazarian or the Sephardic Jews remember that it it was it was the establishment of the uh, so-called Lord 17 and the Lord 17 had a tremendous decisive power over who were working at what place by uh, uh, for what period of time or etc and they chose the Kazarians in an upliftment program, and that that was whereby the Kaze- the Eskenazi rather right they chose the Eskenas as the preferred service providers, if I can call it by that term. yeah, well, they were the already masters
0: term. of Europe, you know uh, until you know the, the Rus' tried to subdue them. We don't really know to exactly. what extent obviously they were still masters of tax collecting, uh, you know uh, usury and uh, alcohol <laughs> and slave trading too. For sure. Okay, now it's very interesting. interesting. Very interesting because uh, after they moved to Holland, they began to finance a guy by the name of Cromwell. Is that who you were trying to think of earlier? Cromwell. Cromwell. Right. And the reason they financed Cromwell was because a previous king of England had banished the Jews from England. And they in, in revenge, they wanted to invade reinvade England, right, and they hired Cromwell to exactly. do the job. this was just before, and Cromwell was the one the enabler who enabled the uh, the Jews to establish the Bank of, Bank of England thanks to Cromwell well okay. the, the
1: inundation of um, uh, the, the, uh, of basically England, Scotland, and Ireland was um, the uh, Scourge of uh, um, the the Jews. Right. Well, some, something interesting, Pastor. Um, you, you might know about the 1820 British settlers to Southern Africa.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit.
1: Now, um, remember what you said when the the Bank of England was uh, founded, uh, 1694. Right. I think you mentioned. Yeah. Right. 1684, now, it yeah. Was, it was after the founding of the Bank of England when um, the the uh, the pressures on the, uh, the, the descendants of the House of Jacob were resident in Great Britain. They became so under pressure because they become, became in the way of the progress of the Edomite Jews. Right. So they... So they actually, the state actually promoted the um, the departure of these people from the, the house of Jacob uh, because they they got in the way of the uh, the, the trends of the politics at the time, and that was why they established a, a scheme whereby these British settlers could be moved to southern Africa. Okay. With a very dubious, with a very dubious purpose. Again, a conspiracy between the Edomite uh, yes. Cape Dutch and the Edomites in e- England.
0: Right, and, and Khazars. the Khazars. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right.
1: Exactly. Uh-huh. Now, now the, the the British settlers were given ground as a barrier between the blacks of the Tromsky and. Uh, Edomites in the Cape. Right. So, if the Khalsas the, 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 the would begin an onslaught on the whites, because they weren't incited, if they would begin an onslaught against the whites, the British settlers would be the barrier and would be the first ones to be killed. Okay. So, the British settlers to South Africa were basically brought as a buffer area or people within a buffer area that would be the first victims of an attack on the whites.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: exactly the same thing, why the British settlers were also established, or they were settled in the middle or the central of Natal, which is, of course, today's KwaZulu, right.
0: um,
1: KwaZulu-Natal. And and that was why um, the the British established a... a very fine, uh, farming system in the region of Central Natal, but it was bordering Zululand. So the, Brit- the the 1820 British settlers were merely used and established in southern Africa for the purpose of protecting the Edomites in the right. Cape and the Edomites in Port Natal.
0: Right. Well, okay, so, uh, the, the transition of power. From the Dutch Jews in Holland to the British Jews in Britain was a very important uh, step because, as far as yeah. I can tell, in Holland they never became a the bankers to the government. Okay, they were just allowed to operate their kind of free enterprise style. But in England, they became the bankers of the government. And so the same thing happened to your country. The Dutch Jews were then replaced by the British Jews because the British Jews had become more powerful. Okay?
1: Pastor, just a moment, just something um, that you would find extremely interesting. Okay. With the Dutch East Indian Company, the Dutch East Indian Company was. Supposed to be a public company because they also accepted the investment of private invest- uh, investors. Okay. At the time, at the time after the um, the the uh, English Tea Company had established very well established um, trade links with the Far East, with Ceylon in particular for tea. That's why it right. was called the English Tea Company. Uh-huh. They found. The, 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 um, Edomites, these Jews of Amsterdam wanted to equal and better that because the English tea company was busy taking over the European market in the sales of tea and various other, for right. example, nuts. Spices, and
0: spices, they yes.
1: wanted, Yes, so they wanted to outdo the English tea company. So they, uh, asked for, for capital investors. To invest so that they could increase the size of their vessels going to the Far East okay. and back, and also increase the size of their fleet. And what they did was they found an investor, a massive investor, in the Dutch Reformed Church, which was, of course, the state church of <laughs> right. Holland. Okay. Now, All right. now, what had happened? That was, was he a, a Christian or a Jew? <laughs> All right. That continue. was a very clever scheme on the side of the
0: yeah the, Dutch the, the, the
1: Kazarians and the the Sephardic Jews okay. because the requirement the requirement became that they had to become um, uh, 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 Calvinistic Christians right. so they so they they became Calvinistic Christians the the um, operatives of the Dutch uh, uh, the Dutch East Indian Company. But they had to establish the Dutch Reformed Church wherever they went. And that was how the Dutch Reformed Church came to South Africa as part and parcel of the Dutch East Indian Company's uh, settled, uh, uh, establishment of a, a, a replenishment station in the Cape. But this was also a requirement wherever they went in the Far East, Ceylon, Mauritius, Madagascar, Ceylon, India, they right. had to establish the Dutch Reformed Church. And what they these Edomites did, they actually forced the people of the local populations into the Dutch Reformed Church. Okay. And those that those that refused were actually murdered
0: by right. the Dutch Ex- East
1: Indian Company.
0: Executed, yeah, and right. hundreds,
1: hundreds of well, uh, executed either by means of uh, crucifixion. Or by burning at the stake, or wow. by beheading, or by killing by
0: firearms. Yeah, they, now, they, the they learned that from firearms. the Catholic Church, <laughs> right? Amazing. Sorry, they learned that those methods of execution from the, from the That's right.
1: <laughs> okay. Exactly. Yeah. Now, w- one of the things that uh, occurred during the Napoleonic Wars, right? Of course, there was a lot of there was a lot of money that. Because the Dutch Reformed Church had invested, which of course represented the government of of uh, the Netherlands, the Dutch Reformed Church was the state and the state was the church, and of course their money was all invested in the in the Dutch East Indian Company, so they couldn't fight the war in, against Napoleon, and then, with that being said, they loaned money from England state. Uh huh. And of course, of course, that was too expensive for the, uh, the the Dutch state to carry, so they became literally bankrupt. And of right. course, the Dutch East Indian Company was managed into bankruptcy. And in 1795, the Dutch East Indian Company stopped operating. And in 1812, the Dutch East Indian, or rather, the Dutch government had to repay the Jews of Britain right. for that investment or that loan that they had taken to fight Napoleon.
0: Okay, again, right around the time of the Napoleonic Wars. It's it's a very right. crucial now, here's point the of next history. Thing. Go ahead.
1: Here's the next thing. They could not uh, they could not get together the full amount that they owned that they owed the, the Jews of, of uh, Britain. Okay. That was why the Cape Colony, with everything that was in the colony at the time—the vessels in the harbors, that the, the um, uh, stock and the whatever was in the livestock. stores, livestock, okay, in, right, including Food. including the people of the Cape Colony—was handed over to become
0: part and parcel of the British, as a in, British colony. In payment, in payment to the in, British. In payment. Okay. Very interesting. Now,
1: that meant, that meant that the Dutch East Indian Company's um, employees who were at the Cape at the time, all of a sudden became stranded. They became, right. uh, destitute because they could not be removed back to, to Holland. Right. They were stranded in the Cape and they started dealing as if they were the Dutch East Indian company. And that is why so many of these Cape Dutch Afrikaners can easily be identified as ex-Dutch East Indian Company <laughs> right. uh, merchantmen, etc. Because right. they're controlling tobacco uh, in large portions yeah. of the world. It, globally, they control tobacco, they control uh, booze, they control, um, that for, for uh, some time they even controlled slavery.
0: Yes, for sure. At
1: the expense of the Boers.
0: Yes, yeah. So you're saying that the Cape Dutch, who survived in uh, South Africa, they just continued doing business as usual, but without a headquarter, no, no longer having a headquarters in Holland? Is that what you're saying? Uh,
1: Pastor, that, that period between 18, uh, 1795, when the Dutch East Indian Company stopped operating, uh-huh. and uh, 1812, when Holland handed over the Cape Colony to Britain, um, during that period, but it was only in 1814 that the British had come to lay claim uh-huh. to what was now the Cape Colony as a British colony, so okay. between between 1795 and 1814. Now, during that time, there was still slave trade going on, and that was one of the reasons why uh, the, the either my Cape, Dutch, um, they had a, remember only a few years before they were still at war with England. Now they <laughs> were subjects of England. Right. And that was why they conspired now with the Jews of Britain. Right. To, to, uh, to, uh, and arranged or, uh, uh, conspired, not just conspired, but they also enticed the, <laughs> um, the wars of the, the, British Empire against the Boer Republics, right. because they wanted to like claim to the Boer Republics and subjugate the Boers to their demands, which was, of course, exactly what they did.
0: Well, it had to be an identity crisis for the Dutch Jews of South Africa. Okay, well, we're still Jews. We'll just join the British Jews now, <laughs> right? So exactly. it wasn't much of a transition for them. <laughs>
1: But they, they used the British Empire as a proxy military might against the Boers.
0: Right, right, okay.
1: Exactly Exactly. like, like Ed, the Edomites have been doing for so many years before, so many generations before, using proxy military might of proxy uh, yes. soldiers against whoever they wanted to um,
0: yeah.
1: uh, annihilate.
0: Yeah. Amen, amen. Well, here, uh, now, because we're in Chapter 39, and it, in the light of our discussion, it sounds like the, the size of the Khazar Empire was decreased because of the battles they had with the Ottomans and the battles they had with the Rus, okay? So exactly. and only a, a sixth part of them was left. However, under peacetime, their operations, their slave operations, their spices, and everything else, even though they weren't uh, you know, a powerful kingdom in their own right, they, uh, their population expanded tremendously, especially in Poland. Exactly. Right? And it became yeah. a burden to the Polish uh, government, and then they ultimately became a burden to the Russian government because the Tsars had no idea what to do with them. So they created mm-hmm. the Pale, hopefully hoping that the Jews would live peacefully amongst themselves in the Pale, but that was not to be. Because they're an, essentially a exactly. warlike and aggressive people that will never uh, they will never be caged in, right? They have to, as parasites, yeah. they have to have a host to feast off of, and that was Christian Europe.
1: Yeah, okay. well, Pastor, one of the one of the characteristics of these Edomite Kazarians is that they, um, over and above the fact that they always parasite on the the they um host. Uh, yes,
0: they, absolutely.
1: They always make use of proxy military might to gain their purposes and their agendas. Right. Um, And and uh, conspiracies—they are the source of conspiracies, and they have uh, 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 always, in in fact, from the days of Esau, you can even see in the scriptures how the um, conspiracies have taken place.
0: Uh, I have
1: also. I have also, uh, substantial evidence that, uh, the Edomites from Eudemia actually conspired with the king of Assyria to, um, to, to, to take the ten northern tribes into, um, captivity into Assyria and also conspired with King Nebuchadnezzar from, from Babel to Take the sword, or to take the uh, two southern tribes into captivity into Babel. Right, that was all conspiracies.
0: Now, okay. also,
1: I have evidence that that the, the Edomites of uh, Eudemia also conspired with the Edomites in Rome for the establishment of yes. the, uh, the 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 cause for the plundering of the temple and the, uh, of course, the.
0: Yes, on uh, the gold. <laughs> that the was in there. On the
1: temple and the uh, action against Jerusalem. Right. Again, the conspiracy. So these conspiracies have uh, actually accumulated over many generations, and of course, always the Edomites that do this, these conspiracies in favour of or in in terms of obtaining the land of those that they are targeting.
0: Right, absolutely. Okay, so from the perspective, now the most the balance of Ezekiel thirty nine is the prophecy of the doom of Gog and Magog. Okay, so yeah. so from the Khazarian uh, era toward the future, they they aren't a kingdom per se. They don't have a land of their own, as the Jews never have a land of their own anyway. Right, but they, yeah. they, the Khazars themselves, the these all these Jews in Europe we're still under the auspices of the israelite kings and queens okay until exactly. until napoleon liberated them right and uh, so yeah. they weren't subject to these kings and queens anymore they were actually considered to be equal citizens that was the big mistake yeah. That the European kings and queens made, giving them citizenship in our countries, which is like uh, if you want to get rid of your cockroaches, you don't bring them in, (laughs) right? So they were importing the the trees, they were importing treason whenever they made citizens of the Jews. Well, it's like
1: pretending to to, uh, present. The world's population with uh, inoculations or, or vaccination, <laughs> right? In order to fight COVID, which is a disease which doesn't exist, in right? A, right, a known disease that has right. actually uh, prevailed for many years, right? For hundreds of years.
0: Yeah. So as the as the Rothschilds became more powerful, it was only then that the Jews had this idea of exterminating us. Okay. Exactly. The evil thought they couldn't have conceived that. Before they got the power the, that the Rothschilds had, okay, and so it's very yeah. interesting the yeah. the history of South Africa intertwined with the Cape Dutch you know Jews and then ultimately the the British Jews so and uh, your people yeah. got caught in the middle of all that all right so okay, Absolutely. so let me just go uh, quote so these are actually positive verses. I will smite thy bow and out of thy left hand and will cause thine arrows to fall out of thy right hand. Thou shalt fall upon the mountains of Israel, thou and all thy bands. This is very similar to Obadiah. And the people that is with thee, I will give thee unto the ravenous birds of every sort and to the beasts of the field to be devoured. Okay. This is predicting the Hmm. demise of these Edomites and and Khazars. Okay. Thou shalt fall upon the open field, for I have spoken it, saith Yahweh Elohim, and I will send a fire on Magog and among them dwelt carelessly in the isles, and they shall know that I am Yahweh. So will I make my name holy in the midst of my people Israel, and will not let them pollute my holy name anymore. Okay? So this is talking about our people coming to realization that we are his people Israel, and when he brings the mm. Khazars and their mercenaries, who when they invade us, he will destroy them for us. Okay? There's going to uh, be a lot well, of bloodshed. bring them to justice. Amen. Amen. There's going to be a lot of bloodshed, but, uh, that's, that's the way yeah. it looks. Okay. All right. We're out of time. Thanks for this discussion. Thanks for listening, everybody. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. See you all next time. Bye bye.
1: Thank you, Boston. Thank, Thank you. Praise Yahweh.
0: Praise Yahweh.